Thank you, Jesus. Tonight, I'm going to, the Holy Spirit had been giving me this for about a month now, and it was funny uh, because I couldn't even find it last week because I was going to minister on it. Couldn't find it. But this week, there it was. So I was like, okay, here we go. We're coming. I'm in the King James Version and the book of James 2. Chapter 2, verse 1 through 13. And it's talking about true faith is impartial. impartial. True faith is impartial. So if you'll follow along with me, I'm going to read the Word of God. Let it speak to your heart and your mind. My brethren, have not the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, with respect of persons. Hallelujah. Let me read that again. My brethren, have not the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, with respect of persons. For if there come unto you an assembly, a man with a gold ring, in goodly apparel, And there come in also a poor man in vile raiment. And ye have respect to him that weareth the gay clothing. And say unto him, Sit thou here in a good place, and say to the poor, Stand thou there, or sit here under my footstool. Are ye then, are ye not then partial in yourselves? and are becoming judges of evil thoughts. Now, let that sink in. You know, I thought about when I first got saved, I dressed very differently when I came to the house of God. And some people just really don't have the proper attire. But we need to think about what the Word of God is saying here Hearken, my beloved brethren, hath not God chosen the poor of this world rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom which he hath promised to them that love him? Let me go back again. Hearken, in other words, hear. Hear what I'm saying, my beloved brethren. Hath not God chosen the poor of this world rich in faith? and heirs of the kingdom, which he hath promised to them that love him. But ye have despised the poor. Do not rich men oppress you and draw you before the judgment seats? Do not they blaspheme that worship thy name by which ye are called? If ye fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, thou shalt... The Lord, okay, excuse me, I had to turn the page. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Ye do well. But if ye have respect to persons, ye commit sin and are convinced of the law as transgressors. For whosoever shall keep the whole law and yet offend in one point, he is guilty of all. For he that said, do not commit adultery, also said, do not kill. 
Now, if thou commit no adultery, yet if thou kill, thou art become a transgressor of the law. So speak ye and so do as they that shall be judged by the law of liberty. For he shall have judgment without mercy that has showed no mercy. And mercy rejoices against judgment. I think at one point or time, maybe all of us have been guilty. Maybe we didn't say anything out loud. But we judge people because of their their dress or how they wear their hair or how they carry themselves. I've been guilty. Maybe this was for me. I don't know. <laughs> but I really saw this, and I took a look at it, and another thing I saw in here was that those that are poor were rich in faith. And I remember when I first got saved 38 years ago, I didn't have very much, but my faith level was so high. And I mean, I just stepped out on nothing. Really, I had crazy faith. I I really didn't have good sense, I'll be honest with you. But God honored God honored my faith. I stepped on nothing, (laughs) and it became something. And the people that had money put me down and act like I was crazy and didn't have nothing. I didn't, but I had faith. And I had a strong relationship with the Father. And I don't know, that song, Amazing Grace, just took me back took me back to when I first got saved because I know I was a wretch undone. And I felt like Paul, I was the chiefest among sinners. And if God could save me, he can save anybody. And he began to do a work in me and clean me up. But there are times in our life that I preached this in one of my other messages about living sacrifices. The only bad thing about living sacrifices, we crawl off the altar. So I think it's it behooves all of us to think on the things that the Father has delivered us from and brought us out of and go back to the altar, go back to that place not so much naturally, but spiritually in your heart. Because, see, God looks on the heart. But we need to go back to that place that we once found Jesus and how we fell in love with him and how we couldn't wait to spend time with him and talk to him and let him talk to us and, and just change us from the inside out, because the kingdom of God is within you. It doesn't come with observation. It's a, it's a, it's a backwards, it's kind of backwards according to the world, because the kingdom of God is within you. And I just, I don't know, this new year, it's like I always go back to where I once was 
with the Lord and realize how far he has brought me. And sometimes we let some things slip. And that's why the word of God is so important because the word brings us back to that place of humility. And when I read this, I just said, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. So I just pray that tonight that this word quickened some things into your spirit because I want to have the faith of God. And I do not want to be impartial uh, with God's people. I want to be right. And I want others to be the same because that's what the fivefold ministry does. We teach, we train um, for the perfecting of the saints. So I just pray that this was a blessing tonight. Uh, also, the worship. I thank God for Minister Frazier. She's been so faithful throughout the years. We've been friends a long time. And I thank God for her walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and you know, that's what friends do. We, we help one another, but we keep one another in check so that we stay on the right path because I want to make it in. You know, I'm further on the other end. I, once you get past 50, you're closer to the other side than you are in the beginning. So, And there's a lot of people that are sick and afflicted. We've got some prayer. I do want us to pray tonight because I've had some prayer requests. I had a cousin to pass away, and um, I just was told about it yesterday, but he died right before Christmas. But it was just kind of a closed thing, just the immediate family. But they did let us know. So I just want to open up tonight I don't know it's like a weeping that's in my spirit <laughs> I just want to open up tonight for prayer uh, I know there's a lot of I got a phone call today from a friend Simone she's been on the line before and her sister passed away a few months ago and her twin sister her sister's twin sister, um, they just found out she has cancer. So they're asking for prayer for Linda and also Simone's family. And I've been getting a lot of phone calls throughout the week. There's been a lot of things kind of crazy jumping off. And also, we want to pray for Montague, Apostle Montague. That all Amen. the needs are met for the ministry. Yeah, go ahead. I just, Jennifer, Hello? thank you so much. Yes, I'm here. Thank you. Thank you so much for sending out, you know, asking for the prayer. But I truly want to place myself on the altar tonight. I really need to be on the altar of the Lord tonight because the way things have been going in my life, they have not been good. And I've been like 
just since I, you know, talked to you earlier today, uh, been just been thinking, and I know I overthink things. I know I do overthink, and my mouth has been so wicked um, in the past, within the past year. It has. I'm not going to sit here and lie. I, it has been, and I had to even think because I said some profanity words. I did. And even just now, I was just wondering, even did I blaspheme the Holy Spirit? I don't even know because I got so angry. And it's been several times I got so angry and I said some words and even got mad at God and said some words out of my mouth that I had no business saying. And now I'm questioning myself that did I go even for a sin because I had got, like I said, I really got angry. Did I blaspheme the Holy Spirit? Did I say anything you know, against him, because that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm not trying to cry no wolf. I'm I'm asking God, please help me. You know, I know myself. My salvation is on the line. I know it is, and I'm tired of going around this mountain. I'm tired of being in the same place that I'm in. I'm not trying to hurt or harm nobody. I'm not trying to come against or speak no kind of way against nobody. I done did all of those things, and the Lord brought to my attention that I have past sins that I hadn't repented of, that I had no idea. And this was when I was a teenager, young child, in adulthood. But it doesn't matter whether you're young or whatever it is, but when you come into the knowledge of wrong and right, you held accountable for it. And it's bothering me. I've I've spoken to Jennifer. Jennifer has spoken to me. Jennifer has prayed for me. She has talked and talked and talked and talked. But I'm tired and I'm tired and I'm tired. I'm tired of the same thing. Every single day I face the same stuff. Every single day. Every single day. And my life is at standstill. And I don't like it. Right. And I know the Lord has turned his back. Well, we're all going to come in agreement with you, Simone, okay? We're all going to come just to place yourself on the altar. We're going to repent. We're going to repent. You know, I've had to repent. But God is faithful and just. And Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God that was sacrificed on that altar became our sacrifice. Okay, so we're going to receive, I'm going to pray, we're going to repent, and we're just going to ask God to heal, restore, because that's, that was the ultimate reason for Jesus being sacrificed, to say, when we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, that's salvation, healing, deliverance. It's the whole package. It's not just saved from our sin. It's healing. It's restoration. So, Father God, we just come before you tonight as humbly, Father, as I know how. Father God, I'm not trying to hype up anybody, but God, I'm asking you to forgive us as intercessors, as people of God that call on your name, that carry your name, we're Christians. 
And, Father, your word says all have sinned and fell short of the glory. We lay on this altar tonight, Father God. And, God, once and for all, we ask you to take our sins, which you did, upon yourself, your body, your cross. Father God, forgive us of our sins and the weaknesses of our flesh. Forgive us, Father, for we all have sinned and fell short of your glory. And I'm asking you, Father God, in the mighty, holy name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Father, you said we're to take up our cross. And, Father, so tonight we lay our sins down at this altar and we asked you, Father God, to forgive us. And, Father God, we take on the Lord Jesus Christ. We take on you, Father, your blood, your word, your name. Father God, heal us, deliver us, teach us, Father God, how to pray. Teach us how to love you properly. Teach us how to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. Teach us, God. Have your way, God. Have your way on this line. Have your way in your people's lives. Bring change, God. Bring change. I can't change myself. I can't change anybody, but you can, Father. Father, I'm asking you to bring change, to teach us, to train us how to love just like your disciples cried out to you, teach us how to love one another. Teach us how to love you properly, Father. Teach us to be obedient to your word. Quicken your word to us, Father. Even when we have questions and we do not understand, because many of us do not understand, it takes a long time to get to know somebody inside and out. And Father God, we want to become one with you. So we must come become one with your word to know your will. So Father, I'm asking you to bring change in our minds, in our spirits, in our souls, and in our bodies. Father, I lift up Linda before you and I bind the spirit of death I bind cancer, diabetes, high blood pressure in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, you came to redeem us. That means to buy back. You purchased us. You purchased our healing with your blood. You purchased us with your life. So, Father God, I claim what you paid for in Jesus' name. Father, I lift up Simone's family 
that you would strengthen them and encourage them and bless them, Father God, that you would build them up, Father God, where they've been torn down. In the mighty name of Jesus, strengthen them in the days to come, Father God. Help them, strengthen them, encourage them so that they can encourage their sister and rally around her and be there for her. Father God, I lift up Apostle Montague, and I ask you, Father God, to meet the needs of this ministry over the church, gravity, over the line, Father God, Impact Global. Father God, I ask you to meet the needs over Timothy's house. You know what they have need of. You know, but you said knock, ask, seek. So we're knocking, we're asking, and we're seeking. And I bind spirits of deception in the name of Jesus. Father God, you said we would hear a voice saying this a word behind us saying, this is the way, walk ye in it. So, Father God, you are the way maker. You are a way maker. And, God, you said you make a way where there seems to be no way because, Jesus, you are the way. And I thank you, Father God. You are exalted on this line. You are exalted even in the praise and worship. We exalt you, Father God. And you said if we lift you up that you would draw all men unto yourself. So I thank you, Father God, that salvation, healing, and deliverance is met on this line, Father God. In And the people that are on this line, strengthen them, Father God. Build them up, Father God, anywhere where they've been torn down, where there's a breach in the spirit. Father God, I'm asking you in the name of Jesus, I decree and declare miracles, signs, and wonders in the name Father, I bind doubt, disbelief, and confusion in the name of Jesus. Father God, help us to stay focused. Help us to stay focused on you, God, and what you called us to do. Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, you said you leave the 90 and 9 and go wait, after wait, the wait, one. Wait, wait, wait. So, Father God, I'm asking you wait, to wait, come. Wait. Heal. And deliver. Excuse me, if you will mute your phones. Hello. Hello, excuse me, can you mute your phones? Thank you. God, I thank you. I thank you, Father God. I thank you for strengthening. I thank you for healing. And I thank you for deliverance. I thank you, Father God. Lord, we bless your name. We bless your name. And I'm going to open up the line if anybody wants prayer. For anything, you can come forth at this time.
Well, Sister Davis, I just want to encourage the young lady that just spoke up um, about, um, you know, she was hurting and um, is childhood hurt and stuff like that, you know. And I, I just want to encourage her to let her know that she is loved, you know, we're we're not perfect either, you know, and I, and Sister Davis, you you brought that out that we have all have sinned and come short of God's glory, and I just wanted her to be encouraged to let her know that she's never alone and stuff. And um, you know, and there's a thing that I used to do, and I still, you know, I still have my book. It's called a forgiveness book, and um, God gave me that book uh, years ago because you know, like I shared my testimony a little bit how um that in my childhood, especially with my dad, how I didn't forgive my dad, and God convicted me of that. And that happened, like, years ago. And even though my dad has passed um, 34 years, um, um, but I wrote in my book, I wrote a letter to him. And that's what really helped me. And and the layers just came off when I read the letter out loud as if he was there. And that really helped me. So I do have a forgiveness book where I will write down, like, if I can't see the people physically, I'm just writing them a letter saying that, you know, I'm getting all the stuff out that, that was inside of me. But at the end, I will always, like, give give either I give a scripture or tell them I, I, I forgive you, you know, and I read it out loud. And that really helps me. So, um, and I, I can't think of the lady's name, but, I mean, I mean, and it's worth a try, you know, just, just create your forgiveness book and just write down the things that you need to forgive people for and stuff. And I tell you, it, it ha- helped me. So, um, you know, just give it a try. I, I believe you'll feel a whole lot better. Amen. Thank you. I appreciate Thank you. that. You're welcome. Thank you, Anaya. Okay, is there anybody else? If you've got anything you want to say, any questions? or any prayer requests? Well, I'd like to thank you for the word. And even with the word, it is so important not to be judgmental. And I even thank God for being a part of the church where you can come as you are so that no one feels any way whatsoever. And it does make a difference when people can come to a church as they are. And with that being said, um, just to piggyback off of the young lady that was on the line, a lot of times we beat ourselves up because we are our own worst enemy. And I, too, would like to encourage her to just try to stay focused because I deal with the aspect of um, not always being focused as I should be. And I just believe that God looks at our heart and is sincere. And I just feel like she's sincere because we all could err. I mean, I could be you. You could be me. Right. It could happen any day, any time. And that's why we thank God for new mercies every day. And Amen. Just, just pray for my that I continue to stay focused. Thank you again. Amen. You know the Bible says, "Confess your faults one to another, that you might be healed." And we all, all of us—I mean, when you talk to people every day, people are going through 
battles, and sometimes you think your battle's the worst, but when you talk to others and you see what some people are going through, you're like, oh, my God, I shouldn't even complain. But God cares about all of us, and he cares about his children. So I thank God for you, Jeanette. And, Father, I just thank you. I lift Jeanette before you, Father, who has been so faithful. Father God, I just thank you for the love and the compassion that is in her heart for you. I thank you, Father God, that supernatural angelic protection, supernatural angelic intervention in her life, Father, that you meet every need spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, and financially. I thank you, Father God, and I ask you to strengthen her. I ask you to encourage her even the more, Father God, in the days to come. I thank you that you are perfecting everything that is not only concerning Jeanette, but everyone on this line, Father God. You you want to give us good things. Father, I just thank you and I praise you, God, that you're a good God and that you see beyond our needs. And, Father God, that you meet everything. You know what we have need of, but you, you meet those needs, Father God. And each one of us are fearfully and wonderfully made. And, Father God, I just thank you and I praise you, Father God. I thank you. And God, I thank you for Jeff. I lift him before you. He's going tomorrow for chest x-rays. He's going for all those tests, the EKG. And I thank you, God, that you are perfecting everything that concerns him. And, Father God, that he will pass those tests with flying colors. I ask you to give him his strength back. I ask you to build him up, God, everywhere where he's been torn down. I thank you that healing is the children's bread and that you're not only healing him, but you're healing his father and you're bringing restoration even to his family, God. Strengthen all of them as they try to bear the load. Father God, you said that those that are strong are to bear the infirmities of the weak. And, Father God, sometimes it's the weak, even bearing the infirmities of the weak. <laughs> but I thank you, God, for the strength that you give us every day. I thank you, Father God, that we can help our brothers and our sisters. And, Father God, that we bear the heavy load, Father. But, God, that we give the load to you when we cannot carry it. And I thank you, Father God, that you can carry this load. And so, Father God, you, today we just cast all our cares on you because your word says you can care, you care for us. So, Father God, I come to you right now, and I cast all these cares, sickness, disease, poverty, lack, even a spirit of death. We cast it on you, God. You bore the infirmities of the weak. And, Father God, today, we lay these at your altar. We come to that altar. And, Father God, we lay these burdens down. 
And I thank you, Father God, that just like Jeanette said, your mercy is afresh and anew every morning. And I thank you for new mercies. I thank you, Father God, for getting underneath the load and bearing it for us. I thank you, Father God. And I mama ma seke andarabasi kuriosha. And Father God, I pray also for these apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, evangelists. I pray for them, the fivefold ministry, that you would strengthen them. You would build them up, Father God. You would speak to your leaders that they might be honest and upright and lead your people in the right direction, Father God. I thank you, Father, for change that has come. Help us to be obedient and to change with you and to move with you, Holy Spirit. Father, we are workers together. So, Father, help us not to kick against the pricks, but work with you, Father God, and flow in the Spirit Flow, help us to flow, Father God, in the Spirit of God, in the Nanamashi Kuririosa. Speak to your people, God. Speak to your people in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I don't want to cut anybody off. Does anybody else need prayer or have anything they want to say? Yeah, I just will like... Um... I would like prayer because here lately I've been having a lot of dreams and stuff, and I just want God to give me, like, the revelation of it, the interpretation of the dreams. And I have been having dreams, like, a whole lot lately. Okay. Father God, your word says that if any lack wisdom, let him ask. So, Father, we come before you tonight, and I lift a net before you, Father God. And, God, if you are not the author of confusion. And I ask you to give us wisdom. She's having a lot. Annette, you're not the only one. I've been having a lot of dreams, too. So, Father God, I just ask that you would give us the spirit of interpretation. Father, in the name of Jesus. Father God, that if you are speaking to us, we want to understand. Open our understanding. Give us wisdom and understanding that we would not know how to apply the wisdom that you give us. So, Father God, I'm asking you to interpret these dreams. Speak to her heart and speak to her mind. And God... Hallelujah. I just I just hear my spirit. It's done. It's done. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Amen. Thank you, Father. And and I'm hearing in my spirit, seek me while I may be found. He's going to give you the answers. But sometimes you've got to get somewhere quiet and let him talk. Because he's not going to holler over a TV or uh, when we're, you know, sometimes now I've had God speak to me in the midst of doing things, but most of the time it's when I'm quiet. 
is when, like, he downloads stuff in my spirit and shows me things. So I try to take at least one day out of a week, if not two, and take it down and do nothing. And I know a lot of people don't do that, but really that's scriptural that you're supposed to take one day and not do anything. You've got to give your body time to rest, your mind. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I don't hear God in a lot of hoopla. I just don't. So usually Thursday is my day that I do take down because I know I'm going to be on the line to minister. So I try to be quiet, don't do a whole lot. And I really try not to deal with too many people because when I'm pulled back, I'm very sensitive in the spirit, and I pick up stuff. I even pick up conversations sometimes as mm-hmm. a prophet, and you do that. So yes. when I talk to people, I'm like, who you been talking to? And this is what I'm hearing, you know, and that happened today. <laughs> that mm-hmm. happened today because I was just quiet, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but... There are dream books out there. Uh, When I did go to a certain ministry, prophetic ministry, uh, there were dream books. And I have a few of them, and you can find them. And sometimes uh, one thing that stands out in the dream, I would look up that word. And then I would kind of get the gist of what the dream meant. And then sometimes I didn't understand And I would just pray on it and pray about it. And then all of a sudden, I was singing. I'd come out of a meeting, and I was just going towards the house and got out of the car, and I was just singing a song. And all of a sudden, the Spirit of God just fell on me, and he just interpreted the whole dream. It just, he downloaded it. So, you know, sometimes, uh, sometimes you just have to wait on it. To understand it, because I don't always. And most dreams are symbolic. They're not literal. They're mm-hmm. symbolic. Okay. So that's why I say I would look up certain things in in the dream that bought, you know, that stuck out to me, and then I kind of got the gist of what the dream meant. And then too, I had friends that I, we talked. And sometimes uh, we would interpret one another's dreams. Mm-hmm. Okay, but they there are dream books out there, reputable, you know. Mm-hmm. So okay, and thanks. Hey, is it? You're welcome, hon. Anybody else? If not, I'm going to close out. Father, I just thank you for this time of fellowship. I thank you, Father God, you heard each and every request. You said, let our requests be made known unto you and the peace of God that passes all understanding shall keep our hearts and our minds. Father God, help us to bring things to you and leave it and not pick it back up try to figure it out, or try to work it out. 
Father God, we brought some petitions before you tonight. And I thank you, Father God, that you heard everything that was said because you said where the two or more are together in your name, that you are in the midst. And I thank you, Father God, for showing up and showing out. And I thank you, Father God, touch your people. Give them dreams and visions from heaven. Speak to their hearts and their minds. Lift every heavy burden, Father God. Turn some things around. Work it for our favor. Work it for our good, Lord, because we're called according to your purpose. And I thank you, Father God, and we bless your name. Father, protect our children. I thank you, God, for supernatural angelic intervention for our children, that you would protect them from all hurt, harm, or danger. Father God, that you would protect our families and our homes. And even when we lay down to sleep at night, give us peace. I thank you, Father God, for the peace of God that passes all understanding. Father, I thank you for this line. I thank you for Apostle Montague. Father, strengthen him and hold his arms up. I bless the the mothers. I bless them, Father God. Strengthen them. Encourage them even the more, Father God. And God, I thank you for what you're doing in this season. Help us, Father God, to stay in tune with the Holy Spirit, with what you are doing. Father God, help us to flow together as one. Forgive us of our sins and the weaknesses of our flesh. And God, we give you praise. We give you glory and we give you honor because it is amazing grace. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. God, I thank you. I praise you. I praise you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Go in peace. Shalom.